Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. So excited to have you back. I always am. And I am because you don't have to be here. I don't have to record this podcast. That's what I love about life. None of us have to do any of the things that we're doing. Now, there's some people that just heard that and was like, "Uh uh-uh, I have to feed my kids. I have to pay my bills. Yes. Yes, if you want your children to survive and you want to keep them, you have to feed them. But even that, you think about all of everything that we do is a choice and we make these choices based on our perceived consequences or legitimate consequences. But you making the choice to be here each week on the podcast, thank you. I appreciate that because I've made the choice to show up for you guys. And so when we get to show up for each other, we all win. We all win, so I appreciate it, and I sincerely am, like I said, excited that you are back. This week on the podcast, I'm rounding out self-love. So we've been talking about self-love all throughout February. We're about to dive into March, but it is technically the last day in February. So we're sticking with self-love, and the way I wanted to wrap it up was self-love is owning your story. Part of self-love, loving yourself, being your most loved self for me and for the people that I work with, is being able to own your story. Own your story and feel good about it. And where that came from is the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. This came up for a client recently, and it's just a common saying and one that I think is so just correct. Comparison is the thief of joy. When we compare, here's another saying, compare and despair. When we compare often, you know, social media is our, our big example right now. You get on and you see somebody with the house or the car or the baby or what it is that you want that they have that you don't have yet. The brain can compare and then despair. Oh, look at them working for themselves full time. Must be so nice. Will I ever get there? I am already behind. I should have studied that in school like they studied. I should have taken these steps like they took so I could be working for myself too, right? We compare in despair instead of, and we talked about this in the jealousy episode, instead of seeing somebody's something that you want, right? Seeing the thing that you want and saying, me too, and saying, if they can have it, I can have it too. And the reason why all of this came about, you know, self-love, thief of joy, is because this is a season that I've been going through. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an update for myself as well, which makes me, if I'm being 100% with you guys, feel vulnerable as well because it can be scary to own your story. And it's, only, it's so interesting because it's only scary when we make it public. This was a conversation I was having with one of my clients. It's when we're thinking about it for ourselves, if you're working a full-time job and you're also working to build your side hustle into a full-time hustle or whatever it is. Maybe you're just working to build multiple streams of income. You're not looking to leave your full-time job. You just want more than enough, right? Whoever you are, sometimes what can happen is, let's say you're going about that plan. I just want multiple streams of income. Then you get on social media and you see all these content creators who that's all they do is they get to make content full-time and that's their full-time job. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, I want to do that all the time. I'm behind. 
It's being able to, again, look at what you want and not make it mean anything other than it's possible for you to. When we start to bring in an audience, we'll say, and your audience could be your family, your audience could be your friends, what happens in the brain is we start to shit on ourselves sometimes. These people think that I should be working for myself full time, doing this, doing X. And so we start shooting on ourselves. I want to pause there first. Take a moment and think about if you were to do the thing that made your heart sing. I'm going to ask two questions. Y'all, this is kind of like a coaching session. This one's a little bit more on the fly. When I coach with clients, I always have these questions and I will pick ones that I think are going to serve the client best. So first for you all, what I think is going to serve you best is I want you to think about where you are right now. Don't think about the idea. I just want you to think about where you are and what you're actually doing right now. And I just want you to think about how you feel about it. Right? Maybe you're working a full-time job and you have a side hustle. Maybe you're side hustle turned into your full-time and that's your full-time now. Maybe it's a mix of both. Maybe you're a friend that, again, doesn't want to leave their full-time, enjoys their full-time and is working on multiple streams of income. Maybe you're a mix of those. But regardless of where you are, think about your life as it is and, and bring to mind what are your thoughts about your current life. It's not good enough. I'm behind. I wish I was already making X amount. How am I ever going to see X amount of clients? I love all the work that I'm doing. This is great. This is great, but I'm busy. Just notice in your current legitimate life, how do you, how do you feel about that current legitimate life? That's where I want to start. Because our judgments just get amplified when we, when we bring them to other people. That's what happens. That's why we get nervous. When we're with ourselves, maybe you think, oh, you know, I don't really like my full-time job, but I'm working on the side hustle. I'll get there eventually. I'm not happy that I'm here, but I'll get there, you know? It's honest, lovely. And then we want to tell a friend about it or post about it, and we freak out because we're like, oh my gosh, no, I should already be working my side hustle full-time. So many people are. Why aren't I? I'm behind. It's, again, only when we start to bring other people in that it amplifies the judgments we already have on ourselves. So instead of this is my point isn't don't be to be afraid of telling people. My point is when you think about telling people, what are the thoughts that come up? That's what we need to look at. Because here's my life catch up. I was a WW coach for six months and loved it. Right, I really did enjoy it. But it wasn't it wasn't it it y'all. It wasn't it it, and I struggled with that because I got to WW. I had announced on social media, I am a full time wellness coach. I'm coaching my own business. I'm coaching for this corporate band. I'm so excited. I thought it was my dream job, and I didn't even said that. I was like, my guys, I'm getting my dream job. I'm so excited. What it made it was my dream job was that I was working for a national brand. I was a coach. I was nationally recognized. Super exciting things. But then it turned out it wasn't my best fit, at least for this season in my life. And y'all, the judgments that I had for myself, so loud. And so in this season, I took the time to be with myself and to be with all those judgments before I was super public about my change. Now, I've been public with some friends and family that have asked about it. What are you doing when I have friends over? My, friend, my close friends and family know what's going on, but I've taken my time really to announce this, and it's not even a big deal, but my brain made it a big deal. My brain was judging me, and so the second I thought about announcing it, I just was feeling all of the judgment that I already had on myself 
before I could hear it from anybody else. So I took the time to say, huh, you're really judging yourself. You're like, what is it, Nandi? So I'm back in schools. I'm working with kids again. I'm still coaching, but I'm working with children again. And I'm in a leadership position. And I'm in one of Colorado's oldest, most prestigious, beautiful private schools that works with preschool through high school. And I get to work with all grades. I have my own staff. I'm overseeing two departments and looking at overseeing three next year. And it just feels so good. But it's different than what I expected. It's different than what I expected. I expected I'm going to be a full-time wellness coach all the time. But then I left education, my first love, children. And I went into coaching full-time and it actually disrupted the way that I coached. I wasn't my full self. I'm telling you all of this because what was true was that I had found a job that I loved. I knew I loved coaching, but something was off. And so I wanted to fine-tune it. And then when I got to this school and I started in the leadership and education and working with kids again and building out systems again and using my entrepreneurial brain in the education system, I lit up again. My coaching has lit up again. But for a really long time there, I compared myself. I saw the other coaches online and I was like, ah, I should be doing that full time. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. So I was shooting on myself. You're not a real entrepreneur if you work a full-time job. How many of you are telling yourself that? This is why for this week, I said self-love is owning your story. No matter where you are. No matter where you are in your journey. Y'all, I know this isn't the last stop. I know it's not. I am so proud of where I am right now on my way to where I'm going though. I'm so grateful for where I am right now on the way to where I'm going. Part of this that what I'm going to pop in is surrender. Maybe it's time to surrender your story. This is the spiritual side. It's the energetic side. Maybe it's time to surrender your story. I was grasping on so tight to this. I must be a full-time wellness coach and this is how it has to look. And I was running myself into the ground doing that. And when I released, even though it was hard, even though I was like, you know what? I know that letting go of WW feels difficult, but it's the right thing for me to do in this season. Part of it was WW in and of itself, great company, my friends. I am not bashing it at all. But I made a fifth of what I'm making as a coach. And so for me, at this point in my coaching, that didn't feel the best. I did it anyway because I was like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. And so when I made that change finally to be like, you know what, it, I, ha- I had to surrender the plan. When I stepped away from WW, when I stepped away from what I had my hand so tightly wound onto, I actually got what I sincerely wanted. And it came in a different form than I anticipated. So I think that's important to note here too. Sometimes what we're asking for is going to come in a different package than we anticipated. I 100% got what I'm asking for. I'm in leadership. Again, I have a staff. I'm working with different teams. I get to organize my day. I have my own office. I'm making the money I want to make in education, not having to be in a classroom full time, which feels so good. And as a result, with me being around kids and watching their stories and nurturing myself as a leader, nurturing them as a teacher, nurturing my staff, I am becoming a better coach. I am coaching so much better than I was before. 
partially because I, I understand more so of what my clients are going through that are literally trying to completely leave their full-time jobs with the time that it takes to work in a full-time and then find that time outside of your full-time job to work on it, the things that you still love. Right Here I am recording this podcast when I work a full-time job now. Again, I'm going to keep circling back. I keep giving you these examples because part of what I want to do in this podcast episode is for the people that are working the full-time jobs to help them take the pressure off. I want you to hear my story and hopefully it helps you to take the pressure off. One day, I will be working for myself full-time, maybe. I still question that because sometimes I'm like, maybe I won't be. Maybe I'll be employed by somebody else for the rest of my life. I don't actually dislike working for people. I just dislike working for not nice people and not being paid well. That's really all it is. I think that's all it is for a lot of people, too. It's not that people don't like working for other people. It's that people don't like working for not nice people, not getting paid well, and not being respected in the work that they're doing, and doing work that they don't enjoy. I think that's what it comes down to. And I am in a sweet spot, y'all, where I'm doing work that I enjoy. I have a business that I've started that I love and I also enjoy. And so really the crux in this season for me is the time management. I have gotten really, really, not good, but really, really focused on cleaning up my time management because in this season, I am doing a lot. I'm doing all things that I love, but I am doing a lot in this season, so I'm working on the time management. But that was part of owning the story. I was like, okay, Nandi, stop telling, you're not, telling yourself that you're not an entrepreneur because you work a full-time job and you have a business. You are still an entrepreneur. Watch what you're telling yourself. And maybe it came from somebody else. I think in my head, I probably had some gremlin in my mind. Somebody on Instagram is going to say, you're not a real business owner. You're not a real entrepreneur. Right now it's coming up. Somebody's going to listen to this podcast episode and say, ah, I need to stop listening to her now because she's not a real entrepreneur. But that's not even the point of this podcast. (laughs) The point of this podcast is about helping you be whoever your best self is, regardless of if you work for somebody or you don't. I just tend to also attract entrepreneurs. So I tend to talk in that tone. But the objective and the point of this podcast is to know that you're a boss regardless of what season that you're in and to claim that, to believe that you are a boss and to find the reasons that you are instead of finding the reasons that you aren't, right? In this past season, my brain kept finding the reasons that I wasn't a boss. You're not a boss because you got this. You're not a boss because you're not that. No, 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 no. Own your story. Own your story. Bloom where you are planted. You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. How are you going to bloom from where you are right now? Instead of shooting on yourself in this season, how can you uplift yourself? What is it that you truly want? What is it that you really want? Because a lot of the times, y'all, when people are upset and they come to me and they're upset, it's because they're not asking for what they really want. What do you really want? Start there. And if you're upset because where you are right now is not in alignment with what you really want, just tell yourself, I'm on the way and take the action to get there. And I know, I know some of you are like, Nandi, it's not that easy. You're right. It's not that easy. But is it worth it? That's for you to decide. That is for you to decide. Having children, raising a family isn't easy. Ask any parent. Ask any teacher but it's worth it. Are your dreams worth it? I think so. I think you're worth it. I think your one precious life is worth it. And I don't want you to spend it beating yourself up 
for not being where you think you should be. I did it for a really long time. Let me do it for you. I did it. It's not fun. (laughs) It didn't serve me either. I could have, instead of spending that time beating myself up, using that energy to lift myself up. Right? I could have used that energy to say, you know what? Yeah, I know it's different than what you thought. I know you were in education and you didn't think you were going to come back into education. But what's going well? What's working? And it's changed so much of how I walk, how I talk, how I show up. I show up like a boss every single day because I am. Not because of my job title. Because that's who I am. Is that who you are? Are you a boss regardless? Own your story. Show up like a boss regardless. I don't care if you work at Jimmy John's. Show up like a boss at Jimmy John's. I don't care if you work in education and you're tired of working in education. Show up like a boss in education. Let them know you're on your way. So that way when you do leave education, nobody's surprised. They've been like, oh yeah, she's been, she's been walking the walk, talking the talk. I'm not surprised she's on her way. Own your story. Don't compare your story to anybody else's unless you're using it for inspiration and for fuel. But don't use it against you. Own your story. So I'm going to give you a few tips right here because I, I, as a coach, my brain is like, yeah, I can just say that and you're going to know what to do. Own your story. But I'm going to toss out a few things that will help you own your story. First and foremost, maybe you write it down. Maybe you break out your journal and you write it down. You write down your story. Where are you right now? Where do you live? What kind of house do you live in? Write your own sort of snippet autobiography. What's going on in your life? Just write it as is. Because what happens when we do that is we get to notice naturally what comes up for us. So if you're writing out your story and you find yourself cringing at your story, you don't like your story, that's just something for you to notice. doesn't mean your story is bad or wrong. It means that you don't like it. (laughs) That's all. And so then when that comes up, You get to ask yourself, what would I desire instead? What would I desire instead? And we ask that as a roadmap, as a guide map to where we're going, not as a way to shoot on ourselves, just as a guide map. So start by writing out your actual story. What is your life like right now? And just notice what comes up. Notice how you feel about it. Notice what you would like to change. Notice what you really enjoy already, what you would like to maintain. That's a really great place to start. And then notice, if you can, where are you shooting on yourself? I should have blank. I should be blank. I should blank. Where are you shooting on yourself? I should have been working for myself already. I should be making X amount in my business already. I should have chosen a different career path. Where are you shooting on yourself? And then I want you to get curious about those shoulds. Get really curious about them. Hmm, isn't that so interesting? I wonder where that came from. Did it come from your parents? Did it come from social media? Did it come from yourself? Did you tell yourself that successful people only X, Y, and Z? Check in. And if you can, pull out the parts of your story of your life that you really enjoy and are going really well right now. Even if it's just your downtime that one day on the weekend because I take my self-care Sunday because my job is so hard and I'm running so hard and my kids are taking over everything. So my self-care Sunday, I make an hour for myself and that works for me right now. And that's all. The rest of it is trash, Nandi. That's fine. 
Be honest with yourself. But I know that there's at least one thing that's working, even if it's just your beating heart. My heart's beating, and I was shown this podcast that's giving me a little bit of hope and inspiration. Great. Great. But notice what's going well, because we can amplify that. If you find that, all right, going to the gym works for me, great. What about it? Is it because you're following through on something? Is it because you're moving your body? Is it because you feel your body strengthening? Is it a combination of those things? That's part of owning your story. What's going well? And here's another fun one. I like to look back and I like to see what my 16-year-old self would be proud of. Because you've grown, you've done a lot of things. Even if you're not exactly where you thought you would be, even if you're not doing the things your 16-year-old self thought you would be doing, that is fine, that's not the point. The point is, what would your 16-year-old self be proud of? My 16-year-old self would be proud of the fact that I actually created the life that I said I wanted to. When I moved out to Colorado, I had just graduated with my degree in education. I said I wanted to be a director whether it was before and after school, at a YMCA, at a camp, on a cruise ship, didn't care. Working with kids, being a director of a program, that's what I wanted to do. And I told myself I wanted to make $40,000. That was it. That was so clear, you guys, when I got out of college. I want to be a director. I want to be making $40,000. It took me, I want to say it took me three, if not four years from graduating college to then hit that goal. I am so proud of that. I've gone beyond that, I've, I've, and I'm so proud of that too. <laughs> but when I think about that, I actually do get emotional because my college self, that's all I wanted, y'all. And my dreams have grown so much more since then. And I've added more things to that list, but I remember that, that, that 22-year-old me graduating college, and that's all I wanted. And I went after it, and I got it. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of doing that. She's so proud of me for doing that. And now you fast forward, making more than that. I'm a director again. I'm doing more things than that, which is really cool. I got to be the dance team in sub last week. And now my brain's like, ooh, do I want to be a dance team coach now? I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys in the loop. But find something that your younger self can be so proud of. You've grown so much. You have changed. You're supposed to change. What are you proud of in that change? Maybe you're proud of going through the change. You made it and you're here. And maybe you're a little bumped and bruised up, but you did it. I really want to encourage you all to own your story. Own your story, my friends. Because it doesn't serve you, even though the brain will make it seem like it does. Say, oh, no, no, no. If we beat ourselves up about this, it'll get you to leaving your job faster. It'll get you to doing that faster. You have to be upset about your life right now. That's how we make change. Your brain is sneaky, sneaky, sneaky brain. Don't let it talk you into that. We create change by creating positive momentum. I'm not saying you can't create change through being cranky. There are lots of people who do who will be so cranky as they're working their job, when they leave their job, and that energy will carry on with you. Flip the script, my friend. What can you be proud of? Don't let the devil take your joy. Don't let your brain take your joy. Don't let the ego take your joy. You are in charge of that. You are in charge of your joy. And we have so much more energy for creativity and new ideas when we are in a joyful, hopeful, creative place. 
This is why I need you to own your story. You're going to be so much more productive when you do. You're going to feel better when you do. You're going to be nicer when you do. You're going to be connected to your vision when you do versus when you're beating yourself up. Then you're more connected to that. What do you want to be more connected to, my friends? Your vision or all the reasons why you can't have it, which are just a bunch of lies, by the way. Take this with you, my friends. I hope that this podcast episode served you. It was a little riffy. It was a little squirrely. But I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, come and join me on social media at Nandi.Camille. Or you can sign up for a free discovery call, my friends. Nandi.Camille.as.me will sign you up for a free discovery call. You and I would spend an hour together talking about your goals, what it is you're going after, what it is in your brain that you want to work on cleaning up, getting stronger at, taking action on. As always, all that is in the show notes. And if you just want a little pick-me-up, a little pep talk, I'm now in the Marigold app, and you can use code NANDI50 for 50% off the annual membership. That Marigold app is a female-based app for women, and it is confidence in all different areas. It's a whole spectrum. General confidence, confidence in the bedroom, financial confidence. That is where you can find me and lots of other coaches to coach you on confidence. They're like little bite-sized podcast episodes or five to eight minutes. As always, if you have any questions at all, send me an email, hello at nandicamille.com. Swipe up on Apple Podcasts to read the show notes or click the show more on Spotify to read the notes for any of those links or any of that information. I'll see you next time. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.